What's up, guys? My name is Anthony Sosa, and this is As an Artist, a local famous records podcast about local artists, their art, the creative process, and the local scene. On this inaugural episode, we have Ben C. Jones, singer, songwriter, and up-and-coming local artist here in DFW, who just released his EP, Disaster, and has a new EP coming out in October titled Afraid of Me. We've got some information down below in the show notes. You got his website, and we have some show dates as well, which we'll talk about uh, in this episode. This was a very fun conversation. Uh, I've actually had the pleasure of playing with Ben back in 2018. We played a show together at The Post and uh, worked on a couple songs together and did a music video together. So it was nice to kind of catch up with Ben and see he's been doing a lot of stuff uh, in the interim. So this was a, a really cool conversation. Uh, and I just want to say I appreciate you, listener, for tuning, uh, tuning in and checking this out. This is, this is a project I've been wanting to get off the ground for a hot minute. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for checking it out. I hope you enjoy this, this lovely conversation with Mr. Ben C. Jones. So, okay. So Ben, thank you so much yeah. for coming in. Um, I want to talk about a few different things. I want to talk about kind of your past uh, and how you kind of, you know, were influenced by certain artists, you know, music, uh, what age you started getting involved in music. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, your creative influences, your writing process. Um, and then what, what your perception of the, of the scene and the DFW or the Fort Worth area has been since you've been in it. So, yeah. <clears throat> sorry. Well, well yeah. first, sorry, I didn't mean to no, you, you have a, a cough thing here. Oh no, you're sorry. Cough button. First, let me say, uh, thank you. For for bringing me here, this is a very professional <laughs> setup. I'm not lying. Oh, thanks, I mean, man. for those, I mean, you guys can't see, but um, the mics here, the water. I don't know. It's, <laughs> well, well, good. Well, I want you to feel comfortable. It's a very, it's a very professional podcast. I appreciate that. And uh, and thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be here. Um, fun fact: this is the second person that i've played music with uh where i've been on a podcast oh nice so claudio oh yeah last summer he had a series that he put together and i was on that so oh, fantastic is, so this is very cool um yeah so for people who don't know my name is uh ben c jones and i am a local singer songwriter and I've been kind of transitioning from just writing songs and recording songs in my house to being a uh, a legitimate Fort Worth musician. You know, absolutely. I, I, I <clears throat> I'm still I'm still wrapping my brain around it because it's what I've it's what I've wanted, and now I see that it's actually like formed into that. Um, so how long have you wanted it? Well, probably. I guess around what time would that start, and why? Why? What? What made you wanna? Yeah, wanna do that. So I, I come from a musical family. I've always, I've always liked, you know, music. My brothers, they uh, definitely were an influence for me. Uh, my oldest brother, uh, he goes by Tahiti. Um, he was in a band. Um, my mom and my dad, they met in music school. So they're both oh, music wow. majors. They're in, I mean, it wasn't music school, but yeah, they're music majors in college, and that's how they met. So they're just that that whole. They're just there's just that vibe in my family, I guess, of just trying to be creative and um, and music's just a fun a fun way of of being creative. And so it's always it's always been there, and I'd say probably about who. Probably about twenty years ago now, um, I got access to some non-linear editing equipment mm. um, to where I could like have like you know it was, was kind of like Pro Tools. Okay, um, it's it was called Asset. 
Oh, okay. I don't I, know if you're I familiar with this. that. I do remember this. Yeah, it's been a long time. I you had some could, friends who used it. Yeah, you could do like loops and you can like copy and paste. I mean, basically you can do the stuff that you can do now in a lot of the other nonlinear, you know, garage band and um reason and, yeah. and things like that, you know, those DAWs. Um so that's how it began. It was like, oh wow, this is cool. And I started just making these little songs and um and then eventually yeah you're like i want to i want to share this music with people mm. um you know fast forward uh, i went to college came back moved up here to fort worth started a um or i've begun a career in education as my you know full-time job on the you know my day job so where were you from before you came to dfw we um my father was a um was in the military he was yep. in the air force so we moved around a lot gotcha um we lived in i was born in alabama but we lived in colorado uh, california south dakota and before we moved here we lived in arkansas um so yeah the um the the whole like music thing kind of had to take a back seat once mm -hmm. i started the education Gotcha, yeah. That was like the number one focus. I understand that. But um, once it kind of got settled in, um, I continued to keep making music. I, I met up with this gal, uh, Sarah Sellers, and we did some stuff. And that was kind of the first, like, attempt at, like, you know, taking that step. And that was, I guess that was 10 years ago. Okay. And what, so what kind of music was that? What did you guys do? Like, what did it, you we were definitely trying to tap in to the current pop scene. Okay. You know, she kind of has these pop soul vocals and, um, and I was figuring out how to be kind of a producer, you know, how to write the songs and mm. record them and stuff like that. So, you know, but, um, yeah, it, it, and it was fun. It was fun. And, uh, I learned a lot. Um, Unfortunately, nothing kind of came out of that, but I did put those songs out as like a, um, you know, like a little demo thing okay. that you can find to this day. Uh, it's, it's, I guess it's my first album. Nice. But it's, I don't really consider it to my first album because mm -hmm. it was like writing songs with her and doing something that I wasn't really like, that wasn't really me, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was more inspired by other, I don't know, trying to be something different. Gotcha. Um, but it's called Long Day, Longer Nights. It's on Spotify. Very cool. You guys can check it out now. Right there you now. Go. <laughs> no, wait till wait till you're done with the podcast before you go check it out. Or maybe we'll put it on at the end if you want. Well, there's uh, or we can play some, you know, put some more newer music, whatever you'd like. I would say that the song off of that would be um Last Call. That's like Last Call and uh Live It Up. Those those seem to be like pretty good solid Bincy Jones songs that I would maybe play today. Nice. Um, so, okay. So what, where did you get your, you said talking about work in production and, yeah. and kind of songwriting, where were you getting your influences for that? Like who were you listening to or who did you, you, you know, to? I listened to, I listened to everybody. Um, I listened to all sorts of stuff, just all from all, all from wherever I can. And I'm sure all that stuff influences me. Um, when people ask me what my style is, I say that it's like, um, like 20, 20th century, <laughs> 20th gotcha. century rock music. Um, so it's pretty broad. I mean, I just take a big giant net and just go through the 20th century and just grab whatever I can. And, and then just, you know, let's see what I can do with it. I feel kind of like a Quentin Tarantino gotcha. approach all right. to all that stuff. And, um, yeah, so, so yeah, once I once I finished the thing with Sarah, um, I wanted to definitely try to do something a little bit more. I was like, I want to do something that's like would represent me, that would really be something that I, you know, I wanted to do something that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. you know, what mm -hmm. I wanted to listen to, and I was like, I wanted to be like heavy guitars, and and um, yeah, so I ended up writing all these songs, probably between like 2016, 2018. And I put together my first um, LP called Just One Gun. 
And wow, I'm, gl- I'm glad I, I put that out because that kind of changed my <laughs> my musical, you know, trajectory here um, here in Fort Worth. Um, I got a, a write up from the Weekly, um, 91.7. They started to support my stuff, and and um, and then ever since then, I just I've been trying to be consistent and and um, yeah, push myself. And just yeah, keep putting out fun music, and yeah, and we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna we're gonna see where this goes. Yeah, I mean you're yeah, it's just kind of getting getting everything off. So I mean, when I met you, I'm trying to think of exactly how we got hooked up. Was it through Matt? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was because yeah. he was telling. Yeah, yep. that's right. Because <laughs> he was talking about you for a while. Yeah. Um, because, uh, because of the subject that we, we were both teaching the same subject and, uh, and then started talking about how you were trying to put together a band and stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we did, we get to, got to play, uh, together for a little bit. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah. Uh, played a show at, uh, at the post for those. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, just one gun, uh, we did get a live show in there, you know, for a brand new artist. Uh, thank you to the post um for setting that up yeah that was fun and uh yeah that was a lot of fun so okay so who around in the fort worth area i guess um once you you kind of moved here and started making music here like were there certain artists that you followed or jumped out at you as like oh i kind of want to emulate what they're doing or are there just people around here that you're into their music is there any any inspiration that you've gotten from the from the local area or like maybe not even inspiration but like learn something or Oh yes, <clears throat> I I have definitely learned um, uh, a lot uh, over the last two years in this journey. I guess it's been two and a half years now that now that I'm really yeah. starting to look at it. Um, the first person that I met was um, well, I didn't meet you. I met you early, uh, and then also Che. Mm-hmm. I met Che probably. I guess he was one of the first people that I met. Um, and he ends up playing guitar on the second song on the uh, Just One Gun debut. Che Cuevas. Yeah, Che Cuevas. Uh, great job on that. Um, song's called Time Bomb. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, I guess I met him first. And then I met you. Um, and then and uh, I met Riker. Riker Hall, uh, he was one of the first people that I met in the kind of that singer songwriter circle, and he's awesome. Yeah, he's he's great, and I he's such a cool guy. Absolutely. Uh, and I learned a lot from him. Um, you know, tried to implement what I could. Um. Also, um, the Matthew Show. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, he was working over at 97.5, mm. uh, KTFW and I met him at a, uh, an event over at Kimball. Uh, the whole idea was like, is the Fort Worth scene on the rise? And I was mm. like, what? I was like, what, what's the timing, man? This is awesome. Mm-hmm. They're like, come and check out to see, you know, if the Fort Worth scenes on the rise and like we have Lou Charles and Golay and Amy Miller. They're going to be there as the the panel and I was like, yeah, let me go to that and check it out. I'm glad I did that. That event definitely set me on my trajectory trajectory. Can't say that word. Gotcha. No. Uh, so, so yeah. So yeah, my path, my current path. So what was it about that event? Like what happened there? So yeah. So at the, the they're doing a Q and a and the mic came out and Matthew stood up. He goes, Hey, 97.5. We played nothing but Fort Worth stuff. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I went and I talked to him and gave him my my album and he was like you need to go to fort worth live to get started because i was like where do i go what do i do Mm. like i don't i mean i I want to try to make a name for myself but i don't know what the next step is and he was like go there do an open mic there uh so i went over there and that's where i met Riker. and the first show that i had um, I didn't have the right guitar, so I had to use his guitar, and it was like in a different key, and it was horrible. It was a horrible show. But I went back, and uh, and I had I went out and bought a guitar, my, my Martin, and um, way better the second time. Um, 
I met uh, also Josh Fleming from the Vandaliers. Was yeah. actually he was the original host of that. And I ended up meeting him. Interesting. Gave him the album, and he encouraged me because I saw him again. He was like, "Dude, that album was you know pretty awesome." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all right." Awesome. That was like super encouraging. Um, and I just kept met meeting people, um, who have just given me good advice and. I, you know, I try to do the best I can. I, you know, you try to implement what you can do and yeah, I don't know. That's cool that Josh was, was being supportive too. I remember him from back in the day when he was in the fuss, uh, and kind of same thing, learned a lot. He, they were doing some stuff back then that I was like, Oh, uh, I can, we can kind of learn from what, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's been doing the Vandaliers and everything, but yeah, man, I think that's something that you've really done that I've noticed. Like you've really put in the work. And, you know, and so for other artists that are out there, like kind of asking the same questions that you were asking, like, how do I how do I start this process? How do I make a name for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you really have to go and put yourself out there. You have yeah. to have like the courage to do it, but then you actually have to do it, too. You have to put in the, the time. So you have to go to those events like that. You have to go to the open mic nights and, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe maybe, you know, have, just like you said, that first show wasn't maybe so great, but you got to go back and do it again. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, p- pick yourself back up. And so, I mean, that it's that type of attitude, I think, that has been very beneficial for you where you're you're determined. You kind of have a you set a goal for yourself. Right. Right. And you're like, okay, how do I achieve this goal? And then taking the steps you did, making the connections that you made, um, you know, it's great now that everything's kind of coming together and you're getting all of this you know, coverage. You got the Fort Worth Weekly. You had that pop up with the city and everything. Amplify it with seven, like all of this stuff. You know, it's really cool. It's all paying off. Right. Do you feel that way about it or? Yeah, absolutely. It definitely all did pay off. Um, I, I guess kind of a, another situation to, to build on what you're talking about was the, my LP drop last year. First, they get your money. Mm-hmm. And that when that dropped, it was like the middle of the shutdown. Mm-hmm. And it got no love. It got no press. It got no plays. In fact, when I was looking at my overall stats on like Spotify and Apple Music, it's like this period of when that album came out and there's like there's hardly any like any action that's taken place mm-hmm. on my my stats. So and that's rough, man. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Like no, and that that kind of stings. I definitely know that feeling. But I, I mean, I get why. We were like, there's all those people were starting to die mm-hmm. in New York. We didn't know how bad this thing was, and and honestly, I was like, well, you know what? If that's how it goes, that's how it goes. I'm just gonna take an L, and and just uh, and and move forward. And I knew that in the end, I was gonna have more songs and i was already starting to work on some ideas and stuff so so let me ask you this like as a musician you just don't stop is you know it's the yeah point. so because you i think you bring up a really interesting point uh coming to timing of releasing music and releasing songs because there were a yeah. lot of artists that like kind of right around that same time period made the executive decision like oh should we drop it now or should we wait and hold it just like they did with the movies and stuff too yeah yeah and and so and so you made that decision okay we're gonna go go for it now what kind of guides that kind of, I guess, decision-making process of like, how do you view your music as a, like a, as a product or to release? Like what's that process look like? Well, I mean, I learning from that was uh, very important. I think looking back on it now, that wasn't the smartest move to release it at that moment. But I was just like, well, I've been, you know, leading up to it and I've already got these, singles out and there's music videos and um i mean you know there could be an argument for for it because it's not like people were doing anything else right you know you could think like maybe people will spend time on the internet yeah but you're right it's like given maybe what the circumstances were what were they consuming on the internet i think i I think where i really dropped the ball was i you know you talked about putting yourself out there and reaching out to people and i just didn't do that Hmm. Um, it was harder too. I think it was a little bit harder because of what was happening. I, I like for me, you know, with my music and my product, I always think, well, there's more music 
around the corner. There's there's always going to be more music. So if this doesn't do what it's supposed to do, then the music that I put out next time will. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of my mindset. I know that not everybody can think about their music that way because there's less of it. Mm-hmm. So their music's more precious. So they're going to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to actually put it out there. I'm going to wait mm-hmm. and then try to, to put this out here later. But in my mind, I'm like, well, we'll just make the next thing good. Yeah. You know, and I did. You know, so we'll see what happens with this next thing that I put out here uh, in October. You know, probably nobody will care about. So I mean, well, you no. never, you never know. No, how. not at all. <laughs> you never know how these things go. <laughs> no, it is, it is a, it is an interesting sort of game. I feel like it is a game. Like there's this uh, sense of immediacy or like pressure to to be capturing like any given specific moment. That's something that I was noticing when I was trying to release my stuff. I just wanted to put it out there, and I was trying to keep it in the perspective of like, well, it'll be there in five years Mm -hmm. for some people who want to find it or whatever. Like I wasn't really concerned with or worried about people caring about it today. Mm. But once I, once I released it, I kind of regretted that (laughs) that perspective or mindset because it was kind of like, Oh, um, you know, because I wasn't really focusing on the now I didn't really, same as kind of what you're saying. I didn't really promote it very much. I didn't like really reach out to anybody. Just kind of put it out. Um, so what, how do you feel about that pressure? Like, of having to like, okay, I got to keep, keep people maybe attention or, or how do you see that? Where do you feel that pressure? As far as like, just like putting, being uh, the pressure, just having to put stuff out or. Yeah. Or like maybe make that or, or maintain social media presence. Cause that's something I notice a lot of artists are constantly trying to post things. Yeah. Um, but maybe we don't have a new release to post about or something like that. Right. But there's still this promotional aspect or whatever do you feel the pressure to do that or do you what do you think about all that no you're right yeah no there is a there's definitely a uh a pressure to like i did not have any social media going into two years ago hmm. when it came i mean I, I i um i think i had a facebook but i never really messed with it or whatever i didn't have an ig I had a Twitter, like, I mean, I had some stuff, but I just never even used it. You know, it's yeah. like, all, all I have is like an access, you know, or being like on a list or something. And then I realized early on, I was like, oh, crap, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to put my music out there, I have to do it. Yeah. And so there's definitely a pressure and you're always looking for things to. Um... <laughs> you're always looking for things to put on your IG. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's just kind of part of, I guess the game, I guess is that's figuring out how to do that. Does, do does it influence or impact? What are we talking about? Since we're talking about social media. Oh yeah. We gotta. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry about that. We just took a selfie An Ussy. Is that what they call it now? (sighs) I think, I think the kiddos call it Ussies. Um, it's definitely going on the stories. It's it's uh <laughs> I gotta get a new I gotta get a new phone because the the image is there's like a little oh, like, <laughs> I like I was moving my hand like a madman. Well no, 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 that's like a crack ah, on the camera. Gotcha. So I yeah. Anyways, we'll put We've that on the cracked phones. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so there's there's definitely um I I don't think it should be that it, first off, it's not that big of a deal. It, it shouldn't be a big pressure. Um, you shouldn't like go crazy thinking of like, oh, what can I do? If you're in, if you're in the right spot, if you got something that's that's lined up that you're doing, document it and post about it. Other than that, it's I mean, just it shouldn't it shouldn't be something that that like takes over your entire mindset. Yeah, you know, at least for me, it doesn't. So I mean, the only time I'm hopping on. Social media is just to kind of post stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to support people too, and my friends, and and like their stuff as well if I can get to it. Sure. Um, but it takes time, right? Like it's a time-consuming thing. It can. It can be. It can be. I think. Yeah, just trying to be more efficient with it. So, like, yeah, we did our we did our um, our 
ussy just now. <laughs> it took like 20 seconds. It'll take me like another 30 seconds to put it on the story. And There you go. And then you'll get like 40 people, 50 people that will see it. You know, whatever. Yeah, um, every little bit helps. I think, but. yeah, I think so. But I mean, unfortunately, that's just the way we live, where we live right now. It's, you. there's social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use it. I'm going to try to maybe even exploit it. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I have a couple of ideas. I mean, I hate to say it. I, ha- I have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just another way of getting your music out. Put it out there. What's your What's your TikTok? It's well, it's it's Ben C. Jones music. There you go. So, yeah, come on out. So I, I downloaded it a few <laughs> weeks ago. I just haven't made an account and used it yet, but I'm I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it uh, It's just hard. It's hard being adapting to a new social media platform. I, I feel like, again, the pressure isn't on you to be like. You know, let me do all this crazy stuff or go spend mm. hours looking at stuff. You just mm. put your stuff out there and. Who knows? Maybe you put some song out there and it gets like two million plays. I mean, that's the thing about TikTok. It's like, oh, wow, wait a minute. How many plays did yeah. it get? How many streams? Oh, it For got real. two million. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. Well, let's, a lot of people view that stuff. Let's see what happens. So, yeah, man. So, that, so as, a, as an artist or as a musician, you know, creating your art, how, does that influence it at all? Or, or is it more of like where you try to like not consider those things when you're creating or... Or what's that what's that process like when you're writing? Yeah, music? I think it's it's kind of comes in layers. So like for me, the first part would be the the music part, which is just writing the music, and that inspiration can come in the shower, or I'm driving around, or I'm sitting down and I get you know whatever the instrument is, maybe that might affect the style of what the song is or whatever. Um, I and then I'll just kind of create like a basic song drum machine and then eventually i just go back and start replacing stuff with like real drums and real bass and mm. clean it up and then there you go I, I got a real song that i have that i can put out there then you have to say to yourself okay well i have this art so now how can i promote the art so i start thinking in like about the release dates and then along with the release dates what can i do to to promote it maybe there can be a show you know a Mm pop-up like you know now that i've had that show back in in july i'm like okay i'm really kind of thinking about that stuff now um and then maybe a music video you know then Mm -hmm. i'll be like when i listen to the music i'm like oh the music video should be this or whatever that'd be kind of fun and and in my mind i'm like i want to make it funny which is my downfall. Yeah. I should be making them yeah. serious. I, they need to be serious, cool. They need to be cool and not funny. I think I think it's important to not take yourself too seriously. You know. Yeah. Uh, so for those who don't know, <laughs> <laughs> Sosa and I were in a, a Ben C. Jones video called Purple Coats. That was fun. Where we take over a radio station and start jamming out. With our buddy Claudio. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's like this multi-layered sort of thing. Like you said, you kind of start with that, that, that inspiration and then, you know, eventually, okay, I'm going to, going to promote this or put this thing out, hold on to it or, or do whatever, you know, with it. Does, when you, when you're creating that, what types of things are you considering, I guess? Are you just in the moment and like just focusing on the song itself? Are you working on like the, are you maybe, are your albums kind of conceptual in a way? Are they all, the, the songs a certain theme or tie together? Are you, or do you notice when you're writing stuff? Are you kind of writing about the same type of stuff? Like, I guess, what are you, what are you feeling with, with your stuff? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the approach I think recently has been, uh, multi EP um, writing. Okay. Which is interesting because my, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> the way that I've always written music is that I don't want my hands up here. <laughs> no one can see your hands. It's cool. <laughs> like doing that Donald Trump thing where he's like <laughs> writing. It's helping me think. Yeah. Hey. Um, no, but like what, my normal approach to writing is that it's always all over the place. 
it, you know, I'll write like a rock song, I'll write a country song, I'll write a pop song, I'll write an R&B song, gotcha. I'll write a blues song. Yeah. Like back to back to back to back. Like it's really difficult for me to write like 10 country songs in a row. I, like I can't do it. Mm. So I'm exploiting this and now I have like several different projects that I'm working on where it's like a certain theme. And so I'm just writing these songs and then I'm like, oh, that, that song will go over here to this EP. This song will go to this EP and this song will go to that EP. Which gets me to another thing. And this is just me. You talk about, you know, work ethic. It's work ethic, it's, but it's also luck because I just like to write songs. Mm. So I just have a, sh a lot of songs. <laughs> I have a lot of songs to where... I have multiple projects in the works that I'm going to be releasing in the future. And I think that gives me kind of a leg up as far yeah. as that consistency. Absolutely. Um, Just being able to crank out stuff. You know, some artists have a hard time with that. Maybe their process yeah. is, is different. But that's all. That's fantastic that you're able to kind of, I guess, find inspiration pretty easily or it comes to you pretty, pretty often. Or Well, you know, like I said, I've been, I've been doing this since, you know, for 20 years, mm -hmm. I've been writing songs and recording stuff. And it's funny looking back on some of the old stuff that I've done. And I'm like, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> but then other times I'm like, oh, I like this melody. So there's a song on um, First to Get Your Money called Crying. And that got the most love. It got, uh, it got a spin on 91.7. Nice. And Central Track put it on one of their social distancing playlist. Um, but that was an old, one of my oldest songs that I ever wrote. Hmm. Um, and I ended up changing the, uh, the lyrics, but I kept some of the melody. Nice. And just recycled it. Yeah. After all this time, like 20 years later, like, let me just recycle. That was kind of a nice little. Yeah. You know, and it got on the radio. So. On to something. Yeah. I, I would tell if you're like a, a songwriter or somebody who likes to do music, I would say get yourself, make a few investments. Get yourself a good DAW. Um, even if it's like. Digital um, audio workstation. Yeah. If you can get something that's multi-track on your phone, uh, even if it's that. You know, or you can get a cool microphone that you can plug into your phone and then a multi-track on your phone. That's a good start. Or if you can get something that's like, um, you know, Logic or on a laptop or something, mm -hmm. get something and then just record everything. Record all your ideas. Record all your stuff. I used to tell myself, um, oh, this song, it sounds just like that song. But just record it anyways, and I would record it, and then I would go back and listen, and there would and there would be differences. It it would sound different. So don't let yourself like don't talk yourself out of just recording stuff, you know, because you're there could be some some magic in there that you can find later on. And I've done that a zillion times where I like I'll be like, let me just go back and listen to some stuff, and I find some old cool lick that I made. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And then I just you use that so. That would be my my first thing if you're if you're trying to get out there. It's like make that investment. Learn how to start to record your own music. Record everything, and you'll just you'll just become better and better. Absolutely it helps you write the the whole songwriting process rather than just playing guitar yeah. or just singing or whatever. Having that 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 DAW really lets you like kind of see how it all kind of comes together. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think I think they should teach that really in school or in music school or whatever. They should really teach students not just how to you know play Bach or whatever, but like this is how you play. Right. This is how you can write music. You know, yeah, it's the practical type of stuff, and it's a, it's a skill. It takes time, you know, to, to to even do that process. So I agree. I think that's fantastic, and that's again doing it yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Because some people could just you know pay somebody else to do that uh you know and and they can get very expensive very quickly if absolutely. you're paying other people if you yeah. learn how to do it yourself and you have it yourself you save you're gonna save so much money you're gonna have so much more extra time based around your schedule absolutely you have to go to a, a studio you gotta like you gotta have it on this particular day and then you gotta get the people involved and oh, you gotta pay me to be there too and the engineer's gonna cost money mm -hmm. and like all that stuff adds up if you i mean i think the current technological technological landscape is set up for for you to like be kind of a an artist on your own yeah to start off with and just to learn and stuff so it's really cool absolutely i don't think i would have the ability to put out bency jones albums without the technology that we have today mm. 
like it made it possible. Absolutely. If I had to rely on the studios, I could not afford it. Yeah. There's no way. And that's where the whole labels come in, or at least they did back in the day. You yeah. Know, that's what the role, and they still play that role just you know some they in do. some situations. They do. But, but yeah, like and so you know that's even if so if you're if listener if you're just starting out or if you're maybe down the road a little bit but but can't do all of this on your own, uh, that you know that's okay too because you can still do what what Ben is talking about and still put your inspiration down on paper or on audio, you know, still have those recordings and you'll meet people. You can collaborate with other people who maybe will be able to help you put that stuff together or have ideas that you can bounce off of. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I certainly feel that way. Like same, I re recently released the solo record too under temporal distortions, but it wasn't only until now that I was able to do that on my own. It was mm -hmm. because of all the other bands that I played with because of all the other musicians that I had around me over time. Um, that you kind of pick up, oh, okay, this or that, this worked that, you know, and then you can eventually, once you start doing it on your own, you can just keep doing it, you know, yeah. teach a man to fish sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So I, th you know, I think, I think, uh, watching, watching you kind of grow and blossom has been really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, you, you've seen how I've done it. You're yeah. like, okay, all right. So how we recorded his stuff and oh, okay. I'm, yeah. And we are, we're all, I guess, learning from each other, Yeah, you know, and how we're, we're approaching things. And that's kind of what I think, and I guess I haven't really talked about this yet, but like the scene serves that sort of purpose or can, mm -hmm. you know, and scenes, scenes in different places are different. But I think the DFW scene is at least the way I've experienced it. And tell me if I'm wrong, maybe if you experience something different, um, you know, sort of uh, helpful or collaborative, even, even if so-and-so isn't willing to necessarily do something outright for you. Oh, I can't put you on the show, but I'll hook you up with this person or that person who will be able to help you out or whatever. Um, it seems to be supportive and I know other places and I would say Dallas a little bit more competitive. Um, it's more of a more, I don't want to say cutthroat, but more of that type of mentality where it's like, Oh, I got to get mine and there's not enough mm. to go around for the people. What do you, do you, how do you feel about the, the area? What, what yeah. Well, I'm, I'm new at this. I mean, honestly, it's, it's funny, but I'm really kind of learning the, the makeup. Um, I've heard different things about Dallas. Um, I've heard things about the Denton scene mm -hmm. and how that's kind of really tough to penetrate mm. also. Interesting. Um, I've, if, you know, with Fort Worth, I know there is a here Fort Worth. I don't know if there, is there a here mm. Dallas? I don't believe so, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Dallas. I, Fort um, Worth, um, maybe because of the basses or whatever, you know, with their influence, they've really tried to have like a, an arts deal you know mm -hmm. where they're in, they've embraced local artists i mean yeah i i i play it at the visitor center <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I mean, it's literally the city yeah you know, it's literally the city you know backing you up and, and and supporting and i think that's that's a good point i don't and maybe i could be wrong but 10 years ago i don't think they were doing that no i, mean, I don't think they were either this is a this is a yeah. new thing and i think they're having a lot of success yeah. with it and it's and it's because I would say because of the past ten years in Fort Worth has been pretty awesome as far as like great bands. I had to write a history paper when I was starting my undergrad, and I wrote it on the it was a, a research methods class. The Fort Worth so, music scene. Yeah, I wrote it on the <laughs> Fort Worth music scene. That was what I chose to do. Did a bunch of primary research. So I interviewed you know Steve Stewart and uh, oh, nice. Ty Tyrell. Uh, oh, what's Tyrell's last name? I'm told Choate, and uh, and oh man, I'm totally there, a few other people. At, at, through email and other stuff but learned uh, did a bunch of primary research on the fort worth weekly and stuff yeah. like that and since then and that was kind of the whole thing was like there wasn't a scene back in the 90s that was like my argument because i used all this stuff there wasn't much going on and now there's all this stuff going on but since 2013 like so much has blown up and there's venues that didn't exist back then and there's bands that have like come and and gone uh and so it's just like i don't know it's we're in a, an interesting time right now i feel like post-pandemic um, because there's going to be this big resurgence of mm -hmm. of more, you know, some of the artists that have been established here for five, six, seven years, but a lot of new ones too, like yourself. Yeah. And now there is this infrastructure. Now, now there is this more involvement from the city, um, not just from the community at large or just the Fort Worth Weekly, who they have their awards every year or whatever, right? But right. like, um, but more, more than that, and like, like money too from the city, like they were doing with. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it. Oh, you know, over the summer last year, um, right, right. The grant, the, the grant, grant, yes, the exactly. grant program. And so, I mean, that's that's you know that type of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you um, that I'm so grateful that those have popped up and that those exist because, um, you know, the the Fort Worth music scene is um, it's very clicky and uh, and there's groups and you got to be part of these, these groups um, that kind of are based around some of the venues and just kind of making your way into that. You know, it's not the easiest. Mm. So the the city stuff has offered some pretty cool opportunities for me because it's allowed me to kind of like get in without having to like, but I'm still kind of on the periphery of those, mm. of those groups. Gotcha. You know, there's, um, there's love from uh, the city. There's love from the media. The fan base for me is, is still relatively small. Um, and that's kind of the drawback uh, of the way that I've been doing it. But I mean, you know, I'd say, do you get in where you can get in? Yeah. Uh, I know, I know some people were upset about having to, to audition for that, that, um, that grant program. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was like, dude, I'll, I'll audition for it. It, it offered me an opportunity yeah. that, that I didn't have. And, um, so I'm very grateful that I, you know, I got that. And, um, there's also the busking program mm. here, at Fort Worth. They sent them a list of people and said, here, you know, you might consider these people. And, uh, the downtown Fort Worth incorporated were like, Oh, we like Vincey Jones. We'd like him to come out. I ended up busking for those guys seven times. Nice. So, um, so there was some money involved, yeah. you know? So, um, Yeah. So wait, were you able were you able to charge or were you just busking and you just got paid but you weren't able to like take donations or something? No, like I I took donations. Okay. Because people were like, Yeah, yeah. Traditionally, you know, with busking, you got your um guitar case open yeah. and people are throwing in change or you know, dollar bill here. And I I got a couple people that were like, Here's five dollars. Nice. I was like, Wow. One guy gave me twenty bucks. Hell yeah. That was a moment. I was like, This guy's rich. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me twenty dollars. Um so you were allowed to take donations, but I mean, the city, they paid you and they, and they paid you very well. So, yeah, I can't. I mean, man, I, I am so grateful that I live in Fort Worth, that I grew up in Fort Worth and that the Fort Worth music scene is um, being embraced mm -hmm. by the city. That was one of my goals when I first started was like, get the city to embrace you. And it's just kind of the, the timing has just mm -hmm. been perfect because they're offering opportunities and I'm, I'm willing to take them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that that's a that's a good point um i mean i, I certainly remember having having opi uh, strong opinions about that back when that happened and being like that's the pay the patronage um sort of dynamic where it's like oh the bass family's doing this yeah but you know when it comes down to the you know what it looks like in reality you know yeah it's it's a beneficial thing it helped you and i'm sure it helped other artists as well yeah um and so i mean you can't you can't really put your nose up at that um, so I think that's fantastic. I, I, it's interesting that you say that Fort Worth is clicky. Um, I guess, can you talk more about that? Well, how, how do you feel about that? Or what is it, what does it look like to you? Well, again, I'm kind of coming, coming from it from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is one where I have really, uh, um, struggled <laughs> getting out to shows. Um, but as I've tried to like get gigs and learn kind of the, the, the local landscape, you start to notice that there's certain venues that um, kind of have a following mm. uh, and it's genre, genre based as well. Um, and that kind of creates these, these clicks. I don't, I, I don't think they're like, they hate each other, mm. but um they're they're definitely there and i didn't notice it at the beginning when i first started i just kind of went everywhere and mm -hmm. um but i but i do see it now um and um which is fine it's fine you sure. know i mean i think that's i think that's probably in most scenes you know in most, yeah. most larger larger yeah, cities or something like that um you do i guess you do have 
have, and I don't want to say competition, but kind of what you're saying, people are comfortable in certain areas. They have, I guess another way of saying it is like maybe a, a network, like that's a network that's well-established. Right. Right. Um, and they all know each other. They vibe with each other. They that's do a, that's together. a good way of looking at it too. The, the net, these networks that are yeah. there and it's there, the networks aren't necessarily, I would say the networks aren't necessarily, um, accessible. Gotcha. Um, easily accessible they are I, I i feel like you can get into those networks but like yeah it, it takes time mm-hmm. and um so that's that so anyways but that's that's just kind of what i see yeah no, I, you know? I think that's interesting um just like the social dynamics of of music scenes or, or scenes in general uh i think it's something fun to explore with people so thank you for indulging me on that um but yeah so do you have anything else you'd like to share with us or uh what promote uh put out your your where you can find your music and all this sort of stuff yeah um, um so you guys can go to um www.bencjonesmusic.com <laughs> and so that's my official website you'll find everything that you need to find about bency jones there um social media as we talked about at Bincy Jones Music, and uh, I post whatever pictures, pictures, <laughs> fun stuff, pictures and quotes. Sweet. We'll be sure to put all this in the below in the show notes. Um, I have uh, a EP that I dropped this year called Disaster. It's a fun five song EP, and uh, I am dropping a um, a new EP um, this year. Um, in October, and it comes out, uh, I believe, October 29th, Friday, and it's called Afraid of Me. Nice. It's scary. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, look for that. And um, uh, I got a show, depending on when this comes out, uh, we have a show uh, August um, 27th, Friday at Tulips in Fort Worth. Um, and then we have a show at Mass in Fort Worth uh, on uh, September 25th, which is a Saturday. So if you can't come out to the Tulip show, try to come out to the to the Mass show or come out to both shows. I would love to see you guys there. We got a lot of fun, cool new songs uh, off of the, the, the two new EPs and some old fun standards like Just One Gun and and uh yeah and all that fun stuff so yeah man nice yeah <laughs> yeah awesome so i'm learning how to i'm learning how to plug yeah slowly learning we're gonna be in toledo uh on the 25th <laughs> are you really no we're not okay. <laughs> awesome though awesome well thanks for coming in ben i really do appreciate yeah, it yeah thank you fun. so much uh this has been an absolute pleasure uh and um thank you all you guys out there for listening uh, you guys made it all the way to the very end you guys rock and uh yeah so so thank you so much for inviting me it's, it's been an absolute absolutely pleasure. Cheers. And we are coming toward the end of our very first episode here at As An Artist. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and checking out this podcast. Uh, This podcast is a local famous records production. And real quick, before we get to a brand new song by Ben C. Jones, I just want to tell everyone kind of what, what the deal with LFR is. So Local Famous Records is a new record label here in DFW. Um, but we're not really doing it kind of like traditional record labels where we're trying to sign artists and put people out on the road. We're more trying to provide a network uh, to all the local artists in the area that mostly primarily musicians, but not only that. Obviously, there's there's plenty of great photographers out there. There's plenty of great visual artists. There's plenty of great videographers. And we all uh, could use each other to help each other create better work. Uh, and so that's that's kind of what we're here for. So we're trying to provide a platform for everybody. And this podcast is part of that process where we can provide, you know, uh, a forum and a space to have conversations about the artistic process uh, on a personal level and with with local artists. And so, uh, again, that that's kind of what we're about. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can look forward to well, not hopefully, definitely you can look forward to uh, hearing some more episodes of this. I look forward to having uh, many more fruitful and enjoyable conversations with a lot of amazing people that I, that I know uh, and and hopefully people that I don't know. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get to this song by Ben C. Jones, Baby, Don't You Fight It. Peace.